Lord, make me a vessel. I don't know how many times it's going to take you, Lord. If I am too hard, put some more water. Break me enough until I become who you want me to be. Some things I used to like, I see myself not liking them again. Something I used to do, I see myself not doing it again. People can say, Jesus has really worked on this guy. Jesus has really made him who he should be. Jesus has really changed this guy. When somebody sees me after 10 years, he will say, you are not like the person I saw 10 years ago. God has really worked on you. And the reason is because God is making me a vessel. of God standeth sure. Having the seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Somebody say amen. Let everyone that name it the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Verse 20. But in the great house, somebody say great house. But in the great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, also there are vessels of wood and of and some are for honor and the other ones are for what? Dishonor. Somebody say I'm a vessel of honor. And if a man therefore purge himself from this, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use. And prepared. Somebody say prepared. Somebody say God prepare me please prepared unto every good work. Wow. Alright, let's go to where the brothers are. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. Alright. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. I need to sound it powerfully again. One, two, go. But we have these vessels in earthen vessels so that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Alright, be seated as I'm going to preach powerfully today on what I call make me a vessel. Make me a vessel. I want you to lift your hands as if you want to collect something from the Lord and say, Lord, I'm not hearing everybody's voice. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, please, Lord. Make me a vessel. And just wave your hands by saying thank you for answering my prayers. Alright. Make me a vessel. Wow. Wow. Okay. In the making of the vessel, it's very, very important you understand how vessels are made. Before I get into how the vessels are made, I want to tell you that uh, everybody likes watching movies. A lot of people like watching movies. But uh, most times when I see a powerful movie and finish looking at the movie and seeing how far and nice the movie is, one of the things I do is to check the making of that movie. I go back behind the scene and goggle the making of that movie, especially when it is an American movie that has a lot of fictions in it. I try to check the making of that movie because... You can check and watch a movie for two hours 
and you just watch something for two hours and you don't even understand that the movie was made for two years. That the movie you're watching for two hours was prepared for two good years. And sometimes everybody conclude on the beauty of a thing but do not want to understand the processes that everything goes through. I like eating a pankoko. It's been one of my favorite. But the problem I have with a pankoko is that they can use five hours to prepare pankoko. And you only use five minutes to eat it. You finish the whole thing and the plate is empty in just five minutes. So if you always cherish the products, I think the most cherished aspect of every furnished product is the preparation. And so when I look at movies, I first of all go behind and check what and what really caused them to make such a wonderful movie? How did they make this movie? How long did they stay in one location? Some locations you just see as a flash. Some locations that is just a flash. I'm not talking about Nigerian movies, except for those ones that are cinema movies that have been really spent time on. And sometimes when you see a movie as a flash, they must have spent real time on the movie. Sometimes the place you're watching for just one minute, or the place you're watching for about 30 seconds, they've spent more than three days in that place. To make it to be as nice as you see, they must have taken a whole lot of process. Somebody sent me a text this morning and said to me, happy appreciation as my pastor, and started mentioning some of the things I do. I started saying, thank you for being a best father, thank you for being a songwriter, and uh, he mentioned a whole lot of things, a songwriter, a great singer, pastor, and mentioned every other thing. But one of the things I also love to do, which I've not started doing yet, is directing movies. And in directing some movie, one of the things that happens is that when you get a story, when you get a storyline, one of the things you do with the story is that you pick up the story and analyze the characters. You pick up a story, and after listening to the stories, you analyze every character in that movie. When you finish analyzing every character in the movie, you now project whose role is going to be so much magnified. Which person's role is going to be so magnified? Like, if we're talking about the story of the prodigal son, we have to check that there are three people in the movie. The father is there in the movie. The prodigal son is there in the movie. And his brother is there in the movie. So we have to check whose project are we really going to magnify. And sometimes preaching is like that. When you want to preach, you just check out of all of these things, what am I going to expand shit on. So when I got into this movie this morning that I have to preach to you about the making of the vessel and how God makes us a vessel, I see it as a movie this morning. And in the whole movie, one of the things I'm looking at this morning is the preparation process of the movie, and which is the preparation process of every vessel. When you see vessels, what do you mean by vessel, pastor? When you see vessels, vessels are like ports or some wonderful things, some nice, nice things like that, or some flower pots. Have you seen a flower pot very nice before? Have you seen a glass very nice before? Have you seen a wine glass that is this tall before from the ground to this, this level? Wine glass, so furnished and so nice. And those things are called vessels. Those things are called vessels. So in the preparations of vessels, or sometimes you see a golden cup, sometimes before they even play a World Cup, they have to take the World Cup to the countries who are playing the World Cups. And in preparations of the World Cup, you can just check a vessel and look at the vessel. And in just a few minutes, you finish viewing the vessel and you like the vessel so much. But the vessel must have been a vessel that has taken somebody a long time to prepare. 
So if that is a movie and I want to analyze on it, I think there are two aspects of things that I have to look at and analyze their work and how effective they do their things. The two aspects of things I'm going to look at is I'm going to look at the movie on the producer's perspective and that is the one who is creating the vessel. If you see somebody molding a pot or a pot is very nice, it's molding a pot. There is something about the one who's producing the pot, who is the potter, and there is something about the clay. So if I am watching the movie on the creator's perspective, you have to understand that the one who's creating the pot has no much challenge. His challenge is not much. Though his challenges are complicated, but I want you to listen to what I'm going to say right now. But his challenges is not much because before somebody starts creating something, you know I've been an artist, so when somebody starts creating something, he already has a picture of what he's trying to create. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He has a picture of what he's trying to create. Okay, let's talk about drawing. If somebody is drawing something, he already has a picture of what he wants to draw. And whether he has a picture in his mind or he has a picture on the booklet, and he looks at the picture and starts drawing. Now, it doesn't really bother him of anything because he already knows what he is drawing will become after some time. All he needs to do is to pay a little attention to what he is doing, focus on the original, and try to create a copy of what he's doing. So he doesn't really take him time. What he does is that he looks at what he's drawing and try to create something out of what he's doing. And this is why it doesn't really bother God to make me. Imagine me picking up a piece of paper right now, and I said in the piece of paper that I'm going to draw you here. You will be bothered about how am I going to transfer your image and put in this place. But the person who is creating doesn't really have much problem because he has the original image he's trying to create from. So what he does is that he has to be an expert, that is one, Two, he has to look intensively on the object that he's transferring into this other object. The book will always have difficulty. Let me talk about the producer first, in the person who is making the vessel first. When he's making the vessel, he doesn't have much problem because he is an expert. God is an expert. He has made a lot of people before. He has made people from nothing before. I don't know if you know God, that God can make somebody out of nothing. He can make somebody who was a nobody to become somebody. God is a God that has picked a boy from the bush and brought him to the palace and make him to become a king. God is the one who has taken somebody into a fight without preparation and make him win the fight until everybody in the whole country changed the national anthem and sing on his behalf. So it doesn't bother him when he's telling you he's going to make you. It doesn't really bother him. The concern is that he spends more time looking at Jesus because Jesus is the express image of God. So when God wants to mold you and make you, what he is seeing is not how plain you are and how empty you are because we are like a plain sheet of paper. He spends more time looking at Jesus and with his hands on you, he is creating what he wants you to become and until you are like the image that he's looking at, he's not tired of looking at the object and looking at Jesus. And, and, and this, is, this is why I love Jesus so much because Jesus is patient because when we draw people, you don't know me much, I do drawings and so much, and most of them when we draw somebody and they said, wow, it looks so much exactly like the person. How did you draw the person? 
we don't draw the person while the person is standing. If we draw the person while the person is standing, there's that tendency that if the person stands for 30 minutes, he will turn his face. So if he turns his face, it destroys my picture. If he blinks his eyes, he distracts me. So we don't draw the person while he's standing. If I want to have a perfect act, I make him to be snapped. When they snap him, his picture is terrible. And I draw him. But in the aspect of God drawing me from Jesus, what he has to do is that he allowed Jesus to stand. And Jesus is so patient that he doesn't blink his eyes until I have become the next him. And, and this is why we are called Christians. This is why we are called Christians. And Christians means Christ-like. When I look at you, I look at Christ and I knew the work God has done when he was looking at Christ. And, and this is what I'm going to tell you right now. I want you to understand me very clear because I don't have much time today. What God is doing is that when I look at the producer's perspective, the one who's drawing the vessel or the one who's producing the vessel, I think he doesn't really have any problem because he is trying to make the vessel. He already knows what he has in his mind. He knows it may really take him time to mold the vessel and make it come out. But he doesn't really have problem because he is sure of himself. He knows the capacity that he has. And it doesn't matter how bad the object is, he knows how to transform the object. The only thing he needs to do, the challenge he has is that he he has to be patient until what he's trying to make becomes what he was looking at. This is what God does. So he doesn't really have much challenges in making the vessel because he knows his capability. But in the other movies, the other person that I am more concerned about is the paper that he's trying to make. Because if the producer, the one who's molding, doesn't really have a problem, then I think the clay must have had some problem. How I wish there was a clay that knows how to talk. And the clay could talk when the molder is trying to use the clay to mold. How I wish there was a clay that can talk. How I wish I can have a pencil work that is talking while they're trying to draw him. And if there was a pencil work that is talking while they're trying to draw him, I think the pencil work would say, why are you cleaning me too much? Why are you cleaning me too much? Why are you using too much pencil on one place? Why are you spending too much time on you? And sometimes, have you seen at a point before that they are drawing something and you feel it's all right. But the artist said, no, I'm not true with it yet. Have you seen something like that? I think there are many times that the paper would have fallen off and start going without knowing that the master is not yet true with the person. I think most times, since we are on the vessel perspective, that's why we have a lot of problems. But God does not have a problem while he's trying to make you to become who he wants to make you. He doesn't have a problem while he's trying to make you a pastor. He doesn't really have a problem while he's trying to make you a great person. He doesn't really have a problem while he's trying to make you so spiritual. He doesn't really have a problem. All he needs is your attention. And all he needs is that you have to be stable and allow him to use you. That's why Peter says, humble yourself into the mighty hands of God that he will exalt you in due season. What is due season? After he had finished all the drawing, he will put it in a frame and hang it in the house. That's the due season. So I think the problem we have, because we are the vessels, the problem we have is that sometimes we are not ready to sit and allow God to finish working on us. And I think the clay is always talking, God, why are you breaking me? Because when they're trying to make a vessel, sometimes they carry the sun and heap the sun at one place. When they heap the sun at one place, they pour some water into the sun 
and they match the sands and remove the stones in the sand while they're trying to mold something. They remove the stones and sometimes they discover that it's so hard they now match it again and pour some more water and remove some stones and allow it to be very nice. And while they are trying to form something and they are trying to form something and they are trying to form something, they have to scrape some of the things and pull it off and allow the thing to become normal and they have to scrape every place for it to be wise. And I think if the clay could talk, the clay could say, why are you leaving me? Why are you lifting me from my comfort zone? I was inside the ground. I felt comfortable. Why did you pick me from where I was to this place? Why are you pouring me too much water? Why are you pouring me too much water? If the clay was to talk, he would have said, why are you selecting some stones out of me? He doesn't even understand what was in the mind of the producer. That the producer is not comfortable the way the sun was dumped somewhere at the backyard. The producer wants to make the sun to become an exalted vessel. So he goes down. I don't know how many people I'm talking to that God goes right down to the backyard and pick you up when you were nothing and brings you and start working on you. Pick some stones out of your life. Some things you like that God didn't like. He removed it out of your life. You had a hard attribute and a hard nature and a hard character. God poured some more water and matched you a little. And listen, while God is matching the clay, matching you clay, have you discovered that sometimes now, since you're now born again, some people try to use you because you're born again. Some people try to use you. They do something to you. And sometimes you wish, how I wish I was still the way I used to be. I would have dealt with this guy for this guy to know that I'm not stupid. I know what he's trying to do. You are on a breaking process and the Lord is breaking you and trying to mold you to become who he wants you to be. And the problem with Jesus is that uh, he's not in a haste. He's careful enough until you allow yourself to become that vessel that he saw on the showcase. And the vessel he saw on the showcase is Jesus. And so God is so careful to just mold you. And when you are not soft enough, he doesn't mind pouring some more water. And the problem is that most times we get too much uncomfortable the way God is training us. We get too much uncomfortable the way God is training us. God, why did you bring me to church and tell me I have to leave my boyfriends? Why did you bring me to church and tell me I have to live my proud life? Why did you bring me to church and tell me I have to stop stealing? How will I survive? Why did you bring me to church and tell me I have to drop some character? What are you trying to do in my life? Ever since I stopped dating that married man or dating that person, I've stopped having money. Why are you trying to make my life miserable? We don't even understand that that is the making process because God knows you will not be able to be who I want you to be with all these excesses and all this waste inside of you. So God takes so much time selecting the waste out of you because I don't want you to be a preacher that is a funny that's why I'm removing fornication in your life while I'm trying to form you. I don't want you to be a preacher and a thief. That's why I'm removing stealing from your life while I'm trying to form you. I don't want to be a preacher that have arrogancy. That's why I'm trying to work on your character. I'm trying to work on your anger. And so what I'm preaching this morning is, Lord, make me a vessel. I don't know how many times it's going to take you, Lord. If I am too hard, put some more water. Break me enough until I become who you want me to be. Make me a vessel, Lord Jesus. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take you. But until I look like Jesus, don't be tired of me, Lord. Make me a vessel. Take away some things that I love so much that you don't like. Until you make me that vessel that you saw. And the Bible said, in the great house, there are several kinds of vessels. Several kinds of vessels. There are vessels of gold. There are vessels of silver. And there are other vessels of wood. And let me add this one. There are also vessels of plastic. 
But how costly the vessel is, is on the preparing process. Some of you don't even understand that God allowed some things to happen to your life because that's what he wants to prepare you. And if you are a vessel of clay, you may think that your own is better because you are not passing through a lot of things like gold. Because the gold has to be taken into the fire. And the fire that refined gold is about 1,500 degrees Celsius because it has to be so hot to make the gold to become what it is. Some of us have been exposed to so much fire by God. God used so much fire and exposed in us until it changed who we were automatically and changed us to something else. And what my prayer is this morning is, Lord, make me your vessel. Even though we will take you to set a little more fire on me until I become that thing that you saw in Christ. Don't leave me alone. Make me the vessel, even if we will take you putting some more water in me. Even when it will take you matching me a little bit, matching me a little bit. Because sometimes in the porter's house, one of the things the porter will do is that he will do something. And when he does something, he's not comfortable with how it is. He breaks it, match it down again and start forming it all over again. Have you ever started something before? You started a business before and you thought it was God's will. After some time, the business finished up and you have to start it all over again. And that's how God molds people. Sometimes he starts something all over again. Sometimes it looks like you have never learned before. He starts something new in you all the time. He's trying to make you to become who he saw in Christ Jesus. He's trying to make you to become the very image of Jesus. And so my prayer this morning is, Lord, make me that vessel that will be honorable in your house. Because the Bible said there are two types of vessels in the house of God. Some are vessels of honor and some are vessels of dishonor. I want God to make me so honorable that when I'm presented before people people can say Jesus has really walked on this guy. Jesus has really made him who he should be. Jesus has really changed this guy. When somebody sees me after 10 years, he will say you are not the person I saw 10 years ago. God has really walked on you. I don't know how many people I'm talking to, but if you know that you are still in the hands of God and God is still molding you. Some things I used to like, I see myself not liking them again. Something I used to do, I see myself not doing it again and the reason is because God is making me a vessel and I've discovered that vessels pass through too many things we vessels we pass through a lot we pass through too much challenges we pass through so many things life becomes miserable to somebody who is a vessel sometimes you ask yourself why did God allow these things to happen to me why is he allowing me to pass through this why is he allowing me to pass through just wearing only one skate in school as if I'm not intelligent as if I'm not smart why am I dressing like this sometimes you know how to take good care of yourself but because you don't want to do what others are doing you have just retrieved yourself from some things you don't even understand that that's a making process when God is trying to make you you would see something after God has finished making you all the people who are busy doing what they like in school and dressing the way they like and you allowed yourself to be made by God you allowed yourself to be used by God every other person is still make their own ends, stealing to do whatever thing they want to do, but you allow God to make you after God is true with making you your worth is going to be greater than every of your classmates that you to see and that's because of the making process and my prayer is Lord, I don't care how life treats me Lord, use life and make me a vessel of honor, I don't care how school treats me Lord, use school and make me a vessel of honor, I don't care what you are doing to me Lord, until I am like that image you saw in Christ, don't be tired of making me Lord if I am too hard for you to use put some more water Lord put some more water until I'm soft enough let's be upstanding everybody
until I'm success and my prayer is Lord I don't use. care how life treats me Lord use life and Lord, let me a vessel of honor I don't care how school treats me Lord use school and let me a vessel of honor I don't care what you are doing to me Lord until I am like that image you saw in Christ don't be tired of making me Lord if I am too hard for you to use put some more water Lord he knows what he wants but at the other perspective the one he's creating does not know and sometimes the one that is creating is saying, what is this man trying to do with me? Have you ever thought sometimes, what is this God trying to do in my life? Everybody that comes to marry me, he tells me not to marry. What is this God trying to do in my life? What is he trying to do that people propose and I accept for them and later on they change their mind? What is God trying to do in my life? And you don't even understand that he has a picture that he's looking at. And so that he's drawing and cleaning it with a razor. And he's drawing and he keeps cleaning it with a razor doesn't mean that he does not have something to do. It doesn't mean that he doesn't have a plan with the material. He has a plan, but he wants the material to get into perfection. And so he doesn't mind cleaning it ten times. How many people are listening to me under the sound of my voice? There were some things you had in your life. And you love the things, but God has started erasing some of them. Erasing some of them in your life. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God has carefully erased some things you used to treasure until you are left with just Jesus and you. People have started mocking at you. Why is it that you carry this Jesus thing on your head too much? You've carried this Jesus thing on your head too much. Why are you carrying this Jesus thing too much? And what you have to tell them is that is the image they have been trying to make me to become. That's the image. Bow your heads everybody. Make me a vessel. I don't know how long it's going to take you Lord. But make me that vessel, Lord. You want me to be. I don't know how many years it's going to take you, Lord, with Jesus. Make me a vessel. Make me that vessel, Lord. Make me an offering. Make me an offering. Make me whatever. Whatever you want me to be, Lord. You want me to be. Close your eyes and sing it one more time. Make me a vessel. Make me. Do something on me, Lord. Make me an offering. Do something on me, Jesus. Make me whatever. Do something on me, Lord. I came here with nothing, Jesus. Close your eyes. That's okay. Close your eyes, everybody. I don't know who I've been talking to right now. God is trying to make you a vessel. Somebody, you're listening to me. Why God allowed you to grow without having parental care is because there's a vessel He wants to make you to become. And by the time God finished making you that vessel, you'll become a mother to so many people who you've never known. But for you to understand how to be such a mother, God has to first of all allow you to grow without the key of a mother. And allow you to go through something. If you never slept on the road before, and you are on the road and you sleep on the road till day breaks, 
you don't have any way to go and lay your heads you will not understand what people who don't have homes feel like if you've never slept under the bridge before no house under the bridge and the breeze is blowing you you will never understand what people who sleep under the bridge go through if you've never been hungry before a whole day finishes without you eating something you will never understand what it looks like to stay all through the day without taking something so when God allowed you to go through everything that you go through for the sake of Christ no he doesn't hate you he's trying to make you the vessel I don't know how many people I'm talking to but God said I've been trying to work on them for some time but the problem is that they've not been understanding what I've been trying to do because sometimes I'm working on them I'm trying to mold them to become who I want them to be but many times they are angry they are aggressive they protest and the Lord you're not treating us well we are not coming to the church again how come we save you and you allow this to happen to us you don't even understand that he was trying to make you the devil wanted to make you an occultist but God wanted to make you the vessel lift your hands everybody pray for you right now thank you Jesus for your word I'm excited you're blessing us I give you 15 seconds to talk to God right now and your prayer is Lord thank you for what you're making out of me thank you for what you're making out of me thank you for what you're making out of my life blessed is the name of the Lord as all eyes are closed right now I want to take some people to the altar close your eyes right now bow your heads everybody your hands should be down if you are here you want to give your life to Jesus I want you to just lift your right hand to Jesus wherever you are if you're here you want to give your life to Jesus lift your hands up wherever you are you are not comfortable with who you are you want Jesus to make you that vessel I need you to lift your hands up wherever you are you want Jesus to make you that vessel you're saying Jesus make out of me a nice vessel a vessel of honor. Close your eyes, everybody, as I'm praying for these few people who are lifting up their hands. I've seen somebody lifting up a hand. I want you to start praying this prayer within your heart as your hand is lifted up. Say, Jesus, make me a vessel. Jesus, make me an offering. Jesus, make me that person you've wanted me to be. Make me like Jesus. Make me like Jesus. Take away, Lord, arrogance from my life. Take away sin from my life. Take away negative thoughts from my life. Take away bad nature from my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus.